Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Detour. I am Cody, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Michaela. Michaela, yes. And we are, this is our first episode. It is. We're very new. <laughs> and against all odds, we're we're here, we're making it. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long time coming from just a little baby idea, little podcast, little joke. And now you're listening. Yeah, it started off as, hey, we should turn our comedic, or what we thought was comedic, we think we're hilarious, <laughs> um, lives and experiences into a podcast and had a lot of support from friends, family, and other individuals in our lives. And then, man, against all odds, we're here. And I mean, when I say against all odds, I mean, like, there was a lot that got in the way of us, like, producing this right now at this particular time there really has been <laughs> um do you want to talk about your more recent yeah la- experiences <laughs> so so some background i i don't get sick like i i never really get sick it's pretty rare maybe i know back when i was young in in tech school i was going to like a community college before i got my bachelor degree um when I was doing that, I worked at a bank and I think I got sick a couple of times because handling money and <laughs> money's the, nasty. Yeah. And the amount of people I dealt with and all that stuff, I got sick anyway. Um, so I don't usually get sick, but last week for the first time in my life and the kids are usually ones that get this, but I got strep throat for the first time <laughs> in my life. Conveniently, uh, when we're about ready to start recording as all well. <laughs> As an adult, I get strep throat. It's rare in adults. It's something you get as a kid. Never got as a kid. And all of a sudden, I just, (laughs) I look down my, like, I I start getting this horrible throat. I don't know. It was like a sort horrible, nasty feeling in my throat, I should say. It was like a Tuesday night or something. I was like, my throat's not in the best shape. I woke Mm -hmm. up and it was even worse. Went to bed. Didn't sleep the following night. And then the night, the following night after that, I go and I look in the back of my throat and there's like white just all over, like the little white pieces. You do not want to Google strap. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you don't want to. It's not fun. And it looks gross and it literally eats in your flesh. Like I still have little holes on the back of my throat from where the bacteria was eating. And it's disgusting. It really is. <laughs> Textbook case of a uh, strep. So we got that all taken care of so we could record. So 10 days, well, a, a, <laughs> a little over 10 days later, since I discovered I had strep now, mm-hmm. now that we're recording this, I am better and I have finished antibiotics and that is behind us. But right when we were going to record like last week, like before that <laughs> happened, or at this point, maybe a week and a half ago, something like that, but <laughs> Everything just kept kind of stepping in the way. On top of all that, we're we're relocating ourselves at the moment, which is a lot of work. Yeah, it's never fun to uh, move all your stuff in the first place. Like anybody that's been in and out of dorms at college knows the pick up all your junk and toss it somewhere and pick it all up again and toss it somewhere. <laughs> well, this time just really tossing it farther. So it's a bit more strenuous. <laughs> And the, the, you know, it never gets easier even after college, like nope. getting an apartment, doing all the moving. And then beyond that, it, jobs, finding jobs where, where you want to live. It depends on the reason you're moving, but <laughs> relocating. Yeah, that's, 
we're still we're still here we're still here making the podcast even on top of all that Mm -hmm. not to complain or anything it's definitely great to be relocating it's just there's a lot of effort (laughs) behind all of this so finally getting the chance to sit down and get some episodes out feels pretty good yeah after you're you're right it's not (laughs) a little bit complaining on my end but that's okay (laughs) it's fair (laughs) That's okay. I know I'll be okay, and I know long term it will definitely be a experience I look back on, and I'm grateful that happened. But either way, against all odds, we are here now, pre-moving, pre-relocation, mm-hmm. recording this, and really just living our best lives, man. We're out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, for what? Do, what do we do? Why don't we tell people what we're going to do on this podcast? What do we do? You know what we do? First what? and foremost. What do we do? We talk. <laughs> you <Wow>. listen. <laughs> no way. That's, so, <laughs> is that how podcasts work now? Definitely not. <laughs> so on Ordinary Detour, we are going to discuss a variety of topics just to entertain. Get some. I mean, we're your adventure guides. We're going to take you on adventures. We're going to share all sorts of fun stuff from our lives, from like Reddit posts. Um, We've got a Reddit. She's giving too much away. (sighs) Can't tell him yet. What do you mean? That's coming up later in this episode. Well, yeah. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, adventure guides, co-hosts, whatever you want to call it, we're taking the name kind of, you know, our seemingly, I, I say seemingly, seemingly (laughs) ordinary lives because I feel like my life is fairly ordinary. I feel like you probably feel like your life's fairly ordinary. Does anybody really have an ordinary life though? Because of (laughs) our professions and like everything else, I think that just being other people might disagree. (laughs) That's fair. Other people may disagree. Our lives are not always necessarily ordinary. However, our seemingly ordinary lives, and we're going to take a detour from that and discuss, you know, have some fun, discuss some life experiences and other things to bring enjoyment not only to ourselves, but ideally to you guys, the listeners. That's kind of the goal, right? That is the goal. Okay. Well, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Who came up with that? Definitely the superior co-host. Michaela thinks she's superior. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have this we have this chat um or like discussion board. Room or something. Whatever you want to call it. The internet and, lets us talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, we discuss ideas that we're we're sharing with you guys and on this beautiful sorry, that was me pulling it up. <laughs> in this beautiful discussion board. Michaela, it says Michaela, superior podcast co-host. I didn't even realize she did this until it was already done. My my title has, since day one, still is, it just says Cody, podcast host. You gotta toot your own horn sometimes. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just our, our discussions uh, ab- about <laughs> what we're doing professionally for the podcast are just very comedic, which is, it's great. Mm-hmm. It really is great. I wish uh, I wish there was way more people and we just had interns that could read and see everything that we do. But we're just not there. <laughs> nope. It is a <laughs> two-person team. 
Yeah, we still have to get our own water. <laughs> our own coffee. <laughs> and coffee. <yeah. laughs> Big coffee lover right here. I feel like we've learned from a few of our mistakes already. Like, you know, we keep water <laughs> ready after we're planning on sitting here and talking for a while. We, you know, actually prepare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just bantering over microphones, which I feel like happens anyway but that's fair but <laughs> it's almost it's almost like public speaking in a way yeah just not it's like not live public speaking <laughs> yeah you know you're you're scared of sounding like um um <laughs> and stuttering okay and- this first episode the segment that is coming up that we're going to talk about in a second here there's a couple of ums that it was pretty we were both like exhausted we we easy recorded it pretty early <laughs> after like long shifts yeah or overnight anybody <laughs> not yeah. a, not always a fun shift to work <laughs> yeah so Michaela had come you got like what a few hours of sleep before you <laughs> recorded <laughs> three hours of sleep I sound so tired <laughs> so <laughs> give us a little bit of a break on this first segment but <laughs> it will it's still good I think it was still a good a good experience and I'm glad that it happened the way it did if that makes sense yeah we're dubbing it the reddit storytime competition which is like our first guest I guess we kind of bring on the podcast yeah have a friendly competition yeah so the first well I guess we can get into it at this point <sighs> so for this first contest we'll call it competition contest we found or we went on reddit and we were on a mission so we took basically like a good half a day or so scouring reddit which is not (laughs) not small as any one of you guys that has ever been on reddit would know (laughs) it is not a small place but (laughs) we went through and we looked at we found out like good subreddits and actually coincidentally both of our stories came from the same subreddit Mm-hmm. But we found good areas that we wanted to find entertaining, comedic, uh, otherwise enjoyable storytelling or stories that we found. And mm-hmm. we wanted to share and see who could have the best one, not only by story, but by like commentary that you're adding into it, like sharing your own life experiences and adding your own emphasis to it. But we went in, we went into that with the idea that we were going to see who could do it better. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see who really is the superior podcast host here, or co-host. Superior podcast co-host. We will. <laughs> Does this mean if I win, you have to change your title? No. What? <laughs> that, should be, that should be the winning thing. Oh, so, okay. So whoever wins the week before gets the title of superior. Yes. (laughs) So whoever wins gets to be known as gets the title of superior podcast co-host. Sounds good to me. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. So we are going to find out who really holds that title for this first competition And without further ado, I think I'm going to explain it and we'll get into it. So we brought in Zach, who's actually one of my good old friends from college. 
the good old days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back there struggling my way through like the rest of the students out there. <laughs> like you explained earlier, moving dorm to dorm to <laughs> apartment to wherever I could possibly live and sleep on a couch and study. <laughs> <Just> anything. <laughs> Let me I finish mean, my <laughs> degree, please. I think there were there were weeks that I just basically lived in the library there, but Right. <laughs> finals week. Those were fun. Anyway, so we invited Zach, one of my old college uh friends. Colleagues? What do you call them after you graduate? Like, yes, we're friends, but like, would you call him a colleague at that point? I don't know. Is that safe? Does that it does that mean does colleague mean that you like work like work together? Like what does what's the definition? All right, let's pull up. <laughs> let's let's find this out officially, actually. I'm uh I'm uh do an official search here because we all know Google tells all. <laughs> but is also a friend and is pretty funny because he's also a friend of one of my friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a person whom one works in a profession or business. I was thinking that. Yeah, so I guess he can't be a colleague. <laughs> Sorry, Unless, Zach. <laughs> well, we'll consider him part of the podcast family. Ah. Uh, so now he's a colleague. So Zach is officially a colleague of ours. <laughs> You've been demoted and then promoted again. Back to colleague. <laughs> so Zach's going to help us settle the debate of who really is the superior podcast co-host. We'll see who it really is. Maybe uh, maybe my title position on our little fun little ordinary detour chat will change and you will have to change yours to podcast co-host. Uh, unacceptable. Hope I came with the right story. Yeah, so we prepared some stories. We're going to invite Zach on. Zach is going to award points with however he sees fit, and he is going to determine which one of us has the better story. We're just going to go from there. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Zach on. Okay, we are joined now by Zach. Say hi, Zach. Hello. So Zach is joining us today as the guest uh, judge for me and Michaela, and we are going to start by reading our Reddit posts. I think we pre-discussed that I'm reading first, right? So, mm-hmm. so I'll read first, and Zach, you can take it in. Um, I'm going to add a little commentary into mine, so feel free to ask questions or um, kind of interject as needed. So mine comes from the thread Tifu or T-I-F-U, which stands for r slash today I fucked up. Um, so that is the subreddit is r slash T-I-F-U. Um, so my actual heading for the story that I'm going to be reading, and it's a quite big story. So some of our listeners may have already heard this story. However, I had not, and I really enjoy this story, and it is quite comical. Um, it is today I fucked up by throwing my steak out a window. That is the name of the (laughs) posting story. (laughs) So ideally, this is real, and I feel really bad for this man, and you're about to find out why. (laughs) So here we go. He, He says, last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make good impression. I mean, obviously, you want to make a good impression for your boss. 
He goes, I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I can always make good impressions. Scoffed. Scoffed, yes. <laughs> such, a, such a unique choice of words he uses. Truly. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. So far, so good, right? Doesn't sound bad. Sounds like a pretty simple, um, like, hey, we're going to dinner. This is this is planned well. A well, good story intro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we know it's going to go bad because it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, or at least I think it's hilarious. Uh, she soon brought us out the main course, a nice big juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked it was. And I, I mean, personally, I like my steak leather, like leather, rubbery, <laughs> like fully cooked. I don't want any blood, red, none of that. In my the steak. grayest. Yes. <laughs> I fully meat. agree with this. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> we're all probably unpopular opinion here. Everyone's sitting there cringing like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I understand that I'm definitely not the normal because when I was when I was younger, um, I started out as a manager in Culver's restaurants, actually. Um, and they sent us to like this manager, like boot camp class. Um, it was like near the corporate headquarters. And the franchise owner of the restaurant that I particularly worked at would pay for accommodations like hotel and your food and all that. Well, he gave us like a big, like $500 to go out and eat at this fancy steak place. They're like, this is just for the steak place. You're going to do that one of these nights. And I went with a couple other people, a couple of my other coworkers that needed manager training as well. Well, <laughs> it's good that you didn't have $500 for steak by yourself. <laughs> that would be a lot of steak. I wouldn't have spent it on steak, though. Because <laughs> if it was up to me, I wouldn't be spending $500 on steak. But... <laughs> Anyway, everyone else was really excited about this. And I was like, okay, like I'll go. It's a really fancy restaurant. So we go, and um, they always ask you how you want your steak done. Well, we get to me at the table, and I'm like, well done. And everyone looks at me with this disgusted alien look at me. They're like, what do you mean, well done? I'm like, yeah, I don't want any blood in my steak. And they're like, that's like, what? They're like, you're missing, like your steak's going to be rubber. And I'm just like... Yeah, but that's that's the best way to have it. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so I don't know. That's unpopular opinion. That is that's I'm more of a cook steak person myself. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I feel this man's pain um, finding out that his steak was very undercooked at his wife's boss's house or well, apartment. And that uh, I would I would not be having a good time in his shoes. <laughs> so Same. anyway, continuing the story. Now I have my fair share of rare or now I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. So in other words, a cow on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have resurrected the cow had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork. Worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating the steak. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would do in this situation. I think it kind of depends on the direction of the um, conversation and how it's going between like wife and boss. You know, kind mm-hmm. of interject true. myself and be like, hey, can we cook my steak more? I feel like that would be really weird. Probably. I feel like I would be like, <laughs> just very bold about it. <laughs> I'm really picky though, so. <laughs> well, he was clearly thinking these same things because he goes, claim veganism? No. Ari feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. So he can't claim veganism. So he's thinking about how he can how he can possibly get rid of the steak on his plate or, you know, have it actually cooked to a place that he likes it. So just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. Okay, this, I don't know about if it's just me, but every Disney Channel show or Nickelodeon show, every childhood show I watch, it's like, they always just, like, all the bad stuff happens when somebody excuses themselves for dessert. Am, am I wrong? Like, I feel that's old. That's always how it goes. Like that's yeah. that's that's like okay. So we know what's going wrong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he goes, "Oh man, I gotta find my place." As I looked across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third-story apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared above my head. I'm already <laughs> sitting here going, "Oh man, I know exactly what he is thinking." <laughs> <laughs> he continues. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently (laughs) shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. I just am baffled that this is this man's (laughs) first thought. It's just right in with his hands, tosses the thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's impressive. There's so much that could go wrong. Like, (laughs) It's like he ate the whole steak in about... (laughs) A minute. What happened to your steak when I was gone preparing dessert? I inhaled it. Thank you. I just, it was really good. I just had to scarf it down a second. And I feel like that window would have to be huge too. I feel like I'd miss that target and then it would like bounce against the wall and fall on the floor. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, well, <laughs> let me continue, Zach, because it gets better. <laughs> Here's the big time F you. The window wasn't open. <laughs> it was the cleanest freaking window you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> this was until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. Absolute <laughs> <horror>. <laughs> 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 and I can't imagine this was quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the wife's response says. He goes, My wife, whose steak was nice or was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. <laughs> this look then slowly morphed into a more of a there is no place in this planet you can ever hide from me expression of demonic anger 
Oh my gosh. Can you blame her? (laughs) Like, she didn't know anything that was going on. This is all going on in his head, and he's just throwing the stake up against the window. (laughs) He's just like, clunk. And she's just like, what the heck? Why? (laughs) And I can't. I can't blame her at all because I'm like, yeah, why in the world would you do that? <laughs> Coming That's from her true. spot. You don't understand what, uh, man, that that just. Mm. Ooh, so she, her boss, my wife's boss, heard the thought of the stake on window impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the stake sitting on the windowsill the blood trail, my empty plate, and then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) I just don't know what to say. I felt like... It felt like a minute of silence, but was probably three or four seconds. Yeah, I feel this. What feels like a minute of silence sometimes is really three or four seconds, (laughs) usually when you're in front of a bunch of people. Finally... The best I could manage was, I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I was just cutting it. And it it slipped. Just ask my wife. I really am a klutz. Right, honey? No help coming from her direction. I will clean this up. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I love that he really just like he's like come on wife help me out here <laughs> he's like I fucked up I know I fucked up I just I really need some help I need some assistance in this situation and she's just like I'm not getting you out of this you dug yourself into the soul <laughs> I feel kind of bad for him to be honest like regardless yeah. of his decision making like <laughs> I feel really bad about this situation the secondhand embarrassment is so real Yes. And then both women continued to stare at him like he had escaped from the loony bin. As I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the stake, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation, I knew no one was buying the story. (laughs) I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody, raw steak. Oof. Oh. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the instant are, I'm fine. (laughs) Which you know, everything is not fine. (laughs) Nope. Yes. The too long didn't read for this particular um, reading says, tried to sneakily throw, throw my undercooked steak through an open window only to find it wasn't open. Sums it up. Yes. <laughs> it sums it up. <laughs> it's definitely way worse when you read the whole story, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. His update says just got the first post. I'm fine. Communication from wife via text who is at work. Good news. Boss's name and I just had a good laugh over how much of a fucking idiot you are. I hope you know you will never live this down. Love you, moron. <laughs> so it sounds like everything ended up okay mm-hmm. yes which is good you just will never do that again <laughs> so that is my um that is my story um the top comment on this also says you should have grilled the steak under the pretense that you were 
killing off any germs it may have picked up on the floor. And I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. That is a good one. You should have been like, hi, my steak fell on the floor. Can we just grill off the germs? I mean, at that point, I don't know how much you're saving. I feel like it was very awkward from them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just like bring it over with a whole slab of steak in your hands, just like <laughs> you slap it in the grill, please. Exactly, like, <laughs> or whatever it was cooking on. <laughs> anything, anything's better than just eating the now. Not not only is it raw and bloody, but now it's been sitting on the floor after you threw it at the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, even imagine. from, like, the boss's perspective, I don't know what I would do if I cooked something to find that it is sitting on the windowsill and not eating. <laughs> in your own apartment. <laughs> yeah, in my own apartment. You're like, hi, I cleaned this place, and now there's a blood trail from the flung <laughs> steak that has now just slabbed up against the window falling <laughs> on the sill. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, like, if they didn't find the steak, like, and, oh and it went gosh. unnoticed, and it's like, and and no one realized what happened, and it just like slipped behind the couch, and he just left it alone. They didn't see anything. <laughs> she oh just later gosh. finds the steak. She's like, "Oh, I know where his steak went now." <laughs> see if it was so oh. well done i think you could pull that off there wouldn't be all the blood on the window or windowsill and you couldn't find the steak <laughs> yeah so the issue here so so the problem here is never eat your steak undercooked yes that's, that's the underlying issue here is <laughs> you just always need it free of like blood and grease Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or to but speak up for yourself. I'm glad we found a solution to this problem. So we solved this man's problem. Uh, <laughs> always have your steak very well done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, Michaela, do you want to share yours? I suppose I should give you a, a chance here to earn some points. <laughs> some point okay. <clears throat> My story also comes from the same um, subreddit, TIFU by going river tubing with my husband and getting horribly violated by the experience <laughs> is the title. So <clears throat> it says user writes that it takes about takes place about five years ago when she and her husband went off to have a little adventure on their anniversary weekend. Um, they said it was pretty out of the ordinary for them to get a break from their children <laughs> And they said they don't really do exciting things. And a good weekend to them is when they have no obligations, like zero. <laughs> um, so Sounds like a good weekend to me. No agreed. obligations. <laughs> right? Just I don't want to schedule when I'm trying to have fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, this particular weekend, um, it says we decided we were going to go off like normal people and have a normal vacation for once. It was going to be fun, damn it. So... <laughs> what do I decide is the perfect activity for um, changing our introverted ways? River tubing. It seemed so ideal. Lays down the river while having a few and getting tanned. Um, <laughs> hardly a burden, wouldn't you say? Oh, how innocent and wrong I was. So we get to the starting point and go to rent our tubes. It was pretty bustling. There was lots of people setting off. Some newbies like us, others with big, huge party rafts and a dozen people on them. Absolutely no one anywhere was sober. It was looking like it was going to be a good time. I was pretty amped up. 
So we rent our tubes and a little floating cooler for some <laughs> extra reason and end up paying the extra and laugh over paying the extra $10 for a paddle. See, this is where it gets me. I've never heard of a tubing place giving somebody a paddle. So I don't yeah, know where they're tubing. <laughs> me neither, but I'm definitely the extra person that comes with like the full out like lifeboat wraps, like <laughs> ready to go, like as, as big and extra as it gets. That's me. I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it says, Psh, we didn't need no damn paddles. Let the river take us where it will. <laughs> Let the record show we were effing stupid. <laughs> Always rent the paddle or just bring a big effing stick. Do not trust the river. It will betray you. Do not repeat my follies. You have been warned. <laughs> I feel like there's always uh, people just having struggles going a river tubing. Yes. Everybody thinks it's so easy and then they're like, my butt is gone. <laughs> um, by this time, we're chomping at the bit to get in. It was 108 degrees out. Oh my we gosh. Oh, so not used to that kind of heat and wanted to get in the water ASAP. As we step out into the water, I'm immediately shocked. It was so fucking cold, like unbelievably cold for anyone <laughs> who might know in the area. It is some river over in eastern Washington. Now, maybe we were just western Washington pansies, but that melted snow <laughs> runoff is no joke. So <laughs> here we were roasting our asses off and the water below us below us feels like we're reliving the ice bucket challenge of 2014. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> um I hesitantly plop my ass down in the tube and I swear to baby Jesus I've never clenched my butt cheeks so fast. <laughs> okay, period. <laughs> so I think it's it's noteworthy here. The um college town where me and zach actually went to college together at um has a giant river and i feel like this is like <laughs> a, river disasters are a frequent occurrence because i heard about them all the time when i was in school it was like somebody did something stupid <laughs> on the river and there were rescue boats looking for them or something was going on See? oh yeah <laughs> they underestimated feel, the river <laughs> i feel like rivers are just a frequent like i, I hear so much bad about them <laughs> Truly. I don't know. Maybe these poor rivers just get a, poor, a bad rap, or maybe it's the college town that, like, me <laughs> and Zach, like, went to college in. Did you um, go to college in your college town? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm feeling the judgment. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Rivers definitely get a bad rap. That's my two cents on the matter. And can confirm about those rivers flowing down from the Cascades being extremely cold. <laughs> even on a hot day mm -hmm. do the cascades stretch into washington yes ah uh, yeah washington okay. washington uh-huh yeah okay <laughs> did i say it funny i don't know <laughs> okay anyway continue your story sorry <laughs> um the river was freaking cold but i was sure we'd adjust just keep the cheek squeezed a while and i'd be fine yeah not so much we finally push off and try our best to enjoy ourselves, enjoy the view, relax. The problem was this was not a gentle flowing river. <laughs> we quickly realized that this was a little less tubing and a little more river rafting. The current Ooh. was very strong and the tips of our fingers could barely reach the water. We literally had zero control over where we floated. Hmm. 
If only we had a paddle. <laughs> we were all over the place. Um, the riverbank was a smorgasbord of hazards. Smacked with branches, cut on jagged rocks. This shit was the farthest thing from relaxing that you could imagine. <laughs> At I, one point... I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be very relaxed either. No. I hate freezing cold water. I hate cold anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not a winter guy, personally. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't imagine a cold w a river would make me very happy. Mm -hmm. I could do... Cold, just not cold water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't do either. Um, at one point, my tube floated ominously towards a large bush overhanging the river. I could see it just buzzing with life. There must have been 2,000 bugs. <laughs> I don't know oh. what they were. <laughs> I'm a city girl. <laughs> Some kind of gnats or something. But I desperately tried kicking, paddling my fingertips, begging the river gods. Literally anything to float a different way, but it was useless. I was going in uh, Indiana Jones style, and there was no stopping it. Begging the river gods. Please yes. get me out of this, this buggy mess. When you're that desperate. <laughs> you're like, maybe it'll work. Please help me. Uh, we've all been in that situation. Maybe not in a river, but like, please help me get out of this like now. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh man they're never fun situations to be in so i can only imagine the panic <laughs> she's not having a good time mm -mm. maybe if i'd had a paddle but no we didn't need one of those it cost 10 whole dollars <laughs> and just like that i was surrounded by these motherfuckers in my face eyes hair all over my arms and legs probably in my mouth too but i'm thinking i blocked that part out <laughs> <laughs> I cry when I see a big bad spider and hide till it's gone, so being covered in bugs was pretty much my worst nightmare. Somehow, my dear husband was on the opposite side of the river and was completely unscathed. How very happy and not at all jealous I am for him. <laughs> so that's gotta be the worst thing to happen, right? We have to be almost there. The end must be in sight. That kind of rhymes. <laughs> Sadly, the pickup point was still miles away. <laughs> there was no way out except forward. <laughs> Things went okay for a while, but the riverbank was slowly changing from trees and shrubs to vast stone walls. It was pretty at first, but quickly turned scary. The river current was speeding up. <laughs> In some places, the water was crashing into the walls as if it were the ocean waves. It wasn't long before I was barreling straight for a 10-foot wall of stone. I thought, okay, I'll scrunch up my legs and get ready to push off from the wall. It'll be a soft bounce and I'll be headed back in a safe direction. But I was going way too fast, like really fast, and there would be no gentle bounce. I smashed <laughs> oh, no. into the rock <laughs> and my tube hurled me out and down as it overturned with intense force. <laughs> I was plunged straight into the icy water. Before this, only my fingers and my ass cheeks had been exposed. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like getting hit by a truck. A very cold truck. We're talking Rose pushing Jack off the raft cold. <laughs> I would have dumped his ass off, too, if it meant getting off the tundra or out of the tundra that was this water. <laughs> We're talking ice cream truck. <laughs> just, yes. And all the ice cream's just all over your body, and you can't get it off because it's like creamy because it's ice cream. 
<laughs> um, user writes that she was gasping for air. Um, yeah, probably because that's cold, and cold water is not fun to be in. <laughs> um, her whole body was violently shaking, and she desperately grabbed onto her tube and tried to pull herself out. Um, the current was definitely dragging her out, though, so she was panicking. <laughs> And thinking she's going to drown, which is definitely not a fun feeling, I'm sure, to be experiencing. Not fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be having a good time. One, cold. Two, I just don't like anything with water. That's like one of my fears. Like, mm -hmm. drowning is like terrifying. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine not being able to breathe? That's just, I don't know, that's a, that's a terrifying, that's like a fear factor thing for me. Like, don't put me in any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like cold water, just, mm -mm. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and, and these poor people are just trying to have a freaking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Some vacation that is. <laughs> True. <Yeah. laughs> Sounds um, like they may have effed up today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I tried again and again to get back up, but these were big inner tubes and I was not being aided by the circumstances or the river. By some stroke of luck, I finally managed to heave myself back onto the tube with just my arms. It took me ages to stop shaking and catch my breath. I was officially 1000% done with all this shit. <laughs> um, then she writes, to all people... To all you people out there that do this for fun, are you just complete psychopaths or do you really enjoy pain? Because I would never choose to do this again. <laughs> I can't even remember how long it was until we finally reached the end, and I'm pretty sure I cried tears of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't run away from that river fast enough. <laughs> In the van on the, my way back, I buried my trauma and tried my best to put on a good face so we can enjoy the rest of our weekend. Let's just say we spent the next day at our, as our introverted selves and had a much better time. So to hell with being an extrovert. I'm going to go hide in a dark corner now. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Quite the adventure. I can just imagine them being like, land! And like <laughs> hugging the, the ground. Mm -hmm. <laughs> last, last summer I went canoeing on this little river um, in town. Um, not the same river you guys were talking about earlier, just a small river, <laughs> but it, there was lots of rain. So everything would kind of, you know, changed a little bit, um, and kind of had a similar experience about the almost drowning bit. So that wasn't um, was so pleasant. Oh, no. Her canoe what? got like sucked under a tree, <laughs> tipped upside down, lost all of my junk, just absolutely flew down the river. And I was like. I am never going to see my fancy rain jacket ever again. <laughs> the river in question is pretty shallow, though, right? Typically, yeah. But That, that spot was deeper, though. <laughs> mm -hmm. And gotcha. all of, like trees were down and none of these things were reported because I like looked online like a little goofball to plan my trip out there in the canoe. <laughs> 
So we want to make sure everything was safe, but wait, obviously. Wait, Michaela, it's not Google Maps. Rivers <laughs> don't have high. There is an obstruction five feet ahead. That is, that's a thing for traffic, right? Because <laughs> right? they use user data to, to compile that. They don't compile data regarding trees on the side of a river. You don't have a, an orange slowdown listed on the river? No. <laughs> Where would you find this information, Michaela? <laughs> Facebook community pages and um, all the people that go um like canoeing kayaking are like hey just so you know there's an old michelin man statue in the way and you're gonna die <laughs> they like tell you what's going on <laughs> oh an old michelin stat is this a real thing or are you just making this up because oh, i don't know where that came from definitely just made up <laughs> interesting <laughs> he's I wasn't a marshmallow sure. thing isn't he yeah, he is a marshmallow thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not from Ghostbusters. He's a tires. Well, yeah. Promotional but it's character. In the movie, right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Please don't hate he me. He might be. <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I've watched Ghostbusters. Come to think of it, now I have to rewatch those films. Mm hmm. But those are our stories. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right, Zach. It's decision time. You got to award some points here, man. Both of these stories were absolutely wonderful. I could just see the chaos happening, <laughs> floating down that river. I'm the kind of person who just likes to float in like one of those lazy rivers at a water park mm -hmm. and not going to have any chaos. And this seems more like almost whitewater rafting, <laughs> except with like an inner tube. Mm hmm. Like, and who needs a paddle? I just don't understand why they didn't recommend that harder to them. They, weren't, they should have been like, you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Especially like with that wall, like that paddle would have helped a ton. Mm -hmm. But also the steak story. Relatable. <laughs> relatable. You've been to a dinner with a. With, with, like, somebody where you didn't want to eat something that was on your plate? <laughs> yes, even, like, with steak, like, I've gone to a restaurant and they don't cook it right. But I'm too <laughs> passive of a person to say anything. <laughs> so the solution's to throw it at the window, Zach. <laughs> yes, it truly, truly is. <laughs> it's the only option. <laughs> <laughs> or you can scream at your um, waiter slash chef or whoever, or host. And uh, say, hey, please, please cook my steak until it's well done. I want rubber. <laughs> please make it rubbery. No blood. I should not be able to resurrect the cow on my plate. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I used to do as a kid when what? I didn't want to eat something? My mom tried to make me eat fish one time and I was like, not having it. <laughs> she made me sit in the dining room so she could watch me <laughs> finish my whole dinner and <laughs> learn the very sneaky trick of rubbing it all up and stuffing it in a napkin and then immediately jamming that down your pants and pretending like you had to go yes. to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> With your mom sitting there? Oh, yeah. You, she was like on her phone or something. You're like, quick, jam this, this in my pants. The only spare moment, you just shove that fish in your pants <laughs> or your, your chicken or whatever weird pasta she's trying to make you eat and then you're gone and that stuff will never see the light of day again. <laughs> Okay, admittedly, I've never done that specifically, but I, I, I know the feeling that you'll do anything as a kid to try and get that food you didn't want to eat off the table, whether it be those vegetables, like 
Who liked green beans as a kid? If you're one of those weirdos that liked green beans as a kid, I really want to meet you and find out what the heck is going on in your head. Hi, my name is Zach. (laughs) Did you like green beans as a kid? I did like green beans as a kid. Did you like Brussels sprouts and asparagus too, Zach? I did not. I liked broccoli and peas. Okay, that's fine. Broccoli, I didn't mind as a kid and peas either. Um, I guess, okay, fine. We'll go with something more unconventional like Brussels sprouts. Who liked Brussels sprouts? <laughs> I <does>? still don't. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, as an adult, I don't like Brussels sprouts. My mom does. No wonder she made me eat all these weird foods. <laughs> and you know what makes them even worse? When you like cook them and steam them. Like it's just even more so- It's like seaweedy, weird. I. Just the texture. And they don't smell oh. good. No, they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they're like rotting. Is that not like the smell? It like literally smells like rotting vegetable. Yes. It smells like hot something. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Fruits always smell good. Vegetables are like hit or miss. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, Zach, what we got? I think I got to award a lot of points for that steak one. That was just too good. <laughs> I like I could completely relate because that would happen. <laughs> I would try to do something clever to discard the food. Like I'd put it in my pants or something and then I'd end <laughs> up like getting up and going to the bathroom and it would somehow fall all the way down. And actually, you know, it would be, I don't like wearing pants, so it would be shorts and it'd look like there'd be blood dripping down my leg as I go to the bathroom. Oh, oh steak leg. No. <laughs> no one wants steak leg. You just have to suffer the embarrassment of sprinting to the bathroom. Yes. To push it. <laughs> Yeah, true. Oh my gosh. If that steak is going to go, you'd have to like rip that apart with your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> to get that to like flush. Like, that's not going down. You're going to need a plunger for that. Yeah, maybe, maybe what this man did was the only option. <laughs> I would have gotten up and checked the window. I don't know. <laughs> I'm paranoid though. Just casually done a stroll. Hi, is this. Uh, Maybe he still would have thought it was open if it was that immaculately (laughs) clean. It's possible. (laughs) My only question is, aren't there usually like all of the windows in my apartment have like they have like sills to the windows? Like, can you not tell that the window is clearly like closed in its windowsill? (laughs) Or even like the screen. There should be a screen on the other side. Yeah, true. Did you not think about the screen? <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you were like reading the story. I was like, it's gonna smack the screen and just <laughs> who doesn't have know. a screen in their window on a third story apartment? <laughs> <laughs> well, there were so many bad decisions. He was just like, I really want to get rid of the steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cody gets a hundred thousand points. Yes. <laughs> And Michaela gets 45. This seems fair. Snaps. (laughs) (laughs) No, ultimately the choice is yours, though. I definitely got to go with uh, the steak story. Getting the Uh, most points. So I won. (laughs) It was was too good. I... (laughs) 
I could just imagine what was going through his head and what was going through the boss's head at that time. It's also like a landmark Reddit like post, so I kind of like a lot of people enjoyed this. <laughs> and a lot of people are thinking the same things as you, Zach. What is going through these people's heads yes. this whole way? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very unique. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good find. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a hopefully, great find. Hopefully a lot of our listeners haven't heard that particular Reddit post yet. Mm-hmm. But I like our subreddit, the r slash T-I-F-U, Tifu. We're going to call it Tifu. <laughs> Does that sound good? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a good subreddit. <laughs> we found mm-hmm. a lot of good stories. We might have to revisit that later in our series. Mm-hmm. All right, so ultimately, Zach being the most indecisive guest judge yet out of the total of one of one guest judges we've had, <laughs> he did pick me. Which, by the way, thank you for being our first guest. Yeah, yeah of course. For coming on, Zach. It was a really fun time. I really enjoyed the stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to sit here, listen to, you had the best job. You got exactly. to sit here, listen to really well-prepared stories for you. And just take it in. <laughs> it's honestly goals. Man, you know what? You should do the podcast. I want to just guest all the time. <laughs> Save us some work. <laughs> and still episode one, we're like... <laughs> <laughs> just, Zach is taking over. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on today, Zach. Um, we're gonna wrap this one up for purposes of not wasting all of our listeners' time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a but great. Thanks for joining us today, and I am the winner. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! Well, I hope your time was sufficiently wasted because <laughs> I know mine was. Just kidding. <laughs> Cody Art. is now the superior co-host. I really, Superior podcast co-host. Yeah. Reluctantly, we'll hand it over. Are you eating your words? Something. <laughs> Something. <laughs> you, don't, you don't redact your previous statement of being the superior podcast po- co-host? Po-host. Co-host. Po-host. Edward. Edgar Allan. Edward. Edward Allan Poe. <laughs> this is Twilight. What? <laughs> 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 Edward. Oh, I see. That. Wow. <laughs> 17 minutes later, I got it. It's been so long. I don't just sit there and watch Twilight my free <laughs> <Me>. time. <laughs> Neither do I. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, I think we're going to wrap it up until next week. We have some cool things planned to talk about, or cool talking points planned for that next episode, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>